Welcome to PR After Hours, your twice-weekly cocktail of business, PR, and marketing tips hosted by me, Alex Greenwood. Every week, we bring you virtual happy hours featuring business advice from entrepreneurs and leading thinkers in PR, marketing, and business. We're going to get started in just a moment, so stick with us. So you want to be a good podcast guest. Well, I've talked a little bit about this before, and most of you listening, I don't know actually what most of you listening think aspirationally about being a guest on a podcast. I know that quite a few people listening actually have their own podcasts. And I wrote a piece that's derived from basically um, information I started sending guests because um, there's a lot of hoops to jump through to get scheduled on either one of my shows. And I don't do it to be difficult or self-important. I do it because um, basically I'm one person with some assistance here and there and uh, everything from fielding queries uh, and pitches from people who want to be guests to publicists wanting to pitch guests and send me books to read and review and those things. uh, Time is at a premium and I put some things in place to make sure that when people are getting into the, what I call the pipeline, that it goes smoothly. Well, sometimes though, people don't read, admittedly, the somewhat lengthy uh, sheet of information I'd like them to read before they pitch as a guest or once they're a guest, what to, what to expect and what to do. Um, but it does help. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to write a series of uh, pieces. I'm going to post them on Medium and uh, elsewhere. And of course, I'm going to talk about them here on the show uh, about what uh, I think uh, are the best tips for people who are over the hurdle of getting accepted as a guest at a podcast. Okay, I'll do a separate one, as I said, on pitching yourself to a podcast and selecting the right podcast that uh, suits your niche and your message, etc. So I put this piece together and I'll, there'll be a link in the show notes to the whole thing, but I want to hit the highlights of it. And I'm particularly pleased with this because uh podcastmovement.com picked it up immediately. I released it on April 23rd, same day they are excerpting it at podcastmovement.com. I'll put a link to it. And they had a really nice uh, spin, so to speak, on uh, the gist of it. And it was really great. And uh, I'll get to that in just a moment. So I'm going to go through, I won't read it word for word, because if you want to read it word for word, go to Medium and uh, click on that and share it, because uh, apparently I can make about a penny about every I don't know, every 10 people who read it. So <laughs> anyway, so it's called, so you want to be a good podcast de- guest. You're an expert in your field. You have some great points to make and you managed to get booked on a podcast. Congrats. That's often the tricky part, but you're only halfway there. Now you must ensure you're doing everything you can to help your appearance go smoothly and gain traction with listeners. Podcasts, like anything else, are often an extension of the host of the show. It kind of goes back to what I said here in my lead-in, right? I, you know, um, I guess I'm a, uh, not a micromanager, but I'm definitely somebody who pays attention to the details. Anyway, I digress. Uh, the recent democratization of tools has made it easy for virtually anyone to host a podcast, and that's great. It also means there are a lot of pretty bad shows out there that are aimless, poorly produced, and inconsistent. However, there are quality shows hint, hint, that offer a good experience and contact with the niche you're trying to reach. Okay, so this post, it focuses, as I said, on what to do once you are accepted as a guest. So here here are some of the the big tips. And again, there's a link in the show notes to read the entire thing. Before the show, listen ahead. 
don't pitch to be a guest and definitely don't go into an interview without sampling a couple of episodes. It'll help you determine if you're suitable and you'll get a feel for the tone and rhythm of the show. Listening ahead enables you to tailor your message and speaking style to suit the audience. And it's good to also be able to flatter the uh, host or the producer when uh, your recording date comes and say, oh, I just... I thought you had an excellent interview with so-and-so, and and it's it's great for building rapport for your interview. Because nobody hates to hear how great you think uh, a job they did. Come on, everybody loves it. Introduction and collateral help shows better inform the audience about who they're listening to. So send a hundred word or less introduction before the recording date, even if the show doesn't ask for it. Sending a prepared introduction increases the odds they will intro you the way you want. You know, it just saves them time having to sit there and go, ah, this is Joni Smith, who's going to tell us all about herself, and she's going to talk about a thing. Now, most shows that are decent do a better job than that, but I learned a long time ago that me having to sit there and figure out a good intro was kind of a waste of my time, and it didn't always achieve the aims of my guests. So I just tell my guests, I want a hundred or word or less intro. And uh, now, do I use it exactly? Not always. In fact, I usually embroider it a little bit or change it up, but at least I get the gist and it saves me a lot of work. So along with that introduction, whether they ask for it or not, send your website link, your social media links, links to your where your books, if you have a book that is sold, so you can sell some books, hopefully. Uh, Of course, it doesn't hurt to offer to send a free copy in print or PDF to the host and or producer of the podcast. But if you're going to do that, you need to do it a few weeks out. Nobody has time to sit there and read the book the day of the interview. So I always tell uh, my guests if they have a book for me and they want me to actually read it. And I always make the, you know, I'm always polite and tell them, look, I may not read the whole thing or I may only get to slip, flip through it and scan it, but I'll get a gist through it. But I can't do that if you give it to me two days before the show. So um, get a PDF or a paperback. I ask for paperbacks because I like to have a library of books and it's kind of nice to be able to refer back to the great guests I've had and consider having them back someday. Um, but I always say I need it 30 days out if you want me to really intelligently talk about it at all. So keep that in mind. Make sure you include a phone number where you can be reached. I've had a few guests balk at this um, on our questionnaire. They're like, I don't think that's necessary. Look, I, I have no desire to call you or bother you or give your number out to anybody. It's only if we had a technical breakdown or something, I can call you or text you and say, hang on a minute, we have to reboot our computer or don't go don't go away, we'll be here in a moment or where are you? <laughs> that's all it's for. And I promptly lose those phone numbers for most of the guests right afterward. Send your headshot, professional shot is best you use on LinkedIn, but a nice candidate also works if it aligns with your subject matter. Uh, Any premium offers you want to provide listeners, like if you're on on the show and you want to say, look, I'm going to give 15% off purchase of my book to uh, MGO podcast or PR after hours podcast listeners. Um, Just uh, tell us that and then we'll get this hooked up. Um, On MGO, I had a great guest, Connor Braden, who wanted to offer a special deal and he set up a a landing page for MGO listeners and they could save and they can get some freebies and stuff like that. It's it's pretty great. So if you have something like that, it's a great way to drive people to your landing pages or to buy your books or your products or your services. Okay. And this is important. This is straight from the heart. If the producer or the host sends you a pre-interview questionnaire, 
complete it and send it back to them on time and try to send it back to them a day or two before the interview. At least um, I've had some that get it to me like right up, like, Oh, I just got it to you, you know, 20 minutes till the interview, which fine. I, I read quickly. I comprehend. Okay. But it'd be nice if I had it earlier so I could prepare some thoughts, maybe do a little research, which leads to, you know, a better, a better conversation, a better uh, interview. Prepare about three stories. Being a great podcast guest isn't just about answering the questions. It's about telling stories. Uh, you know, make sure you have at least three relevant stories you can roll out during the show that pertain to your subject. This is super helpful to the show host or producer, and it makes your interview much more interesting to listeners because uh, people focus on anecdotes or examples uh, that, that they can see themselves in. Like, you know, oh, I once hit reply all and nearly got fired. Here's how I talked my way out of it. You know, everybody's done that and gotten in trouble or embarrassed themselves. You know, Figure out some stories like that that pertain to the subject matter. It, it, it'll, trust me, it'll do you in good stead with the listeners and the hosts and producers. This is huge for me. Tell your network. On my shows, we view our guests as partners and we want them to get the exposure their experience and expertise deserve. Therefore, we ask them to share the news that they will appear on our show on their social media channels and newsletters before and after the recording day. Guests who help uh, share information about your appearance you know, if you share, you help podcasts grow. And I guarantee they that will encourage them to ask you back someday. And let's talk a little bit about audio setup. I don't want to uh, be, I don't want to be, belabor this. I've talked about it previously. I harp on it, I guess, but remember you're the guest and you're going to talk more than the host. So you should sound as good as possible. So one of the main reasons people stop listening to a podcast is lousy audio. The need for good microphones is crucial, especially when it's a multi-guest show. Like, you know, like on a, think about a Zoom, but everybody's trying to chime in. And if you have kind of a crappy mic, it's not going to help. Um, if you rely on your computer's built-in mic, it's not going to sound very good. I have plenty of guests who are like, oh, it'll sound fine. I do it all the time. Well, guess what? You do it all the time, but it doesn't help you any. I mean, sure, there are, there are shows that are just fine with it. And, and and ultimately, if it's a good guest and I don't want to put them in a bind or whatever, I'll do it. But don't fool yourself. You don't sound good yelling into the mic on a laptop or a desktop. You don't. At best, it's hard on the ears. And at worst, it may sound like you're shouting in a storm cellar. Um, please use earbuds or your headphones to make it easier to understand your host and prevent feedback and echo. That's the, that's the other problem. If you're talking into a desktop mic, and then you're listening to your speakers, that creates echo. Uh, or if you have a decent uh, desktop an external mic and you're using the speakers on your computer rather than plugging in your earbuds or your earphones, that creates echo situations too. It's just, it's not good. It's hard to understand. It doesn't, it doesn't do anything to enhance the listening experience whatsoever. On top of that, please, please, please record from a quiet place. Uh, my podcasting app tells me I mean, I can go look when people tune out of an episode and most of the abandoned shows are the ones with lousy audio. It's just true. Avoid open windows, sounds of pets or children, typing, fish tank filters, laundry machines, etc. Also, I can't believe I have to say it. No eating during the interview. Sip of water, coffee, that's fine. Don't slurp it. But no potato chips, sandwiches or burritos, nuts or whatever. I mean, honestly, really? You can, you, if you're starving, eat it right before the show. I just can't begin to tell you how many good guests on our shows are tuned out by listeners because they record in places with really loud ambient noise, or they have excitable pets who will not stop barking, 
or are making disturbing mouth noises. It's it's something that is easily remedied by finding a quiet place and telling, you know, your kids and your dog or whatever, I need you to be quiet for the next whatever, however minutes. It's important, you know. It's it's just courtesy to your host and the listeners and to yourself ultimately because I'm serious. If there's all this extra noise, I'm not talking about an occasional stray bark or you know, you can hear occasional car honking out on the street through the window. I mean, that's just the way it is in the world of Zoom. But, you know, I've just, I had to deal with a, an interview recently with a, a guest who had a lot of really good things to say, but he unfortunately decided to record it from a co-working space that was very loud. And it's it doesn't sound great. I did the best I could to clean it up. Uh, I probably should have just canceled the interview right there and said, can you go find a closet somewhere? But by then it, it was just too late. So... I imagine I'll be checking that one and finding out that the, the, a lot of people drop off of it pretty quick, which is sad. Video. If the show is recorded on video, make sure you and your background look your best. There's a few more tips there, but uh, it's that's not that's not uh, what I do here. But there's some tips on video. And I forgot to mention about uh, there's a good Zoom tip, by the way, speaking of ambient noise. Um, like I said, we record most of our shows on Zoom because it's just easy. Most people know how to use it nowadays, and it helps us produce episodes quickly. It also offers some background, background noise suppression options that can help and some video smoothing applications to kind of help your appearance a little bit. So look into that. OK, let's jump ahead to during the show. First things first, this is probably um, a shocking thing for me to say, but show up. <laughs> it's just unprofessional to pitch yourself as a guest and then not show up once invited on the show. I mean, something unexpected come up. Hey, I get it. It happens. It happened to me. I had to actually at the last minute cancel a couple of things with some health reasons recently. Uh, people were very understanding and I rescheduled to suit their schedule and made up for it. It's just what you do. Um, and I'm happy to do that for people who are courteous. But if you ghost a show, that will get you on the naughty list. It certainly will with me. I mean, I've had a couple of these. One recently, uh, it was a guest who asked to appear on my show um, weeks after uh, she had uh, uh, just day of the show, just not shown up. No word, no nothing. Just canceled out like 10 minutes before the uh, recording. I emailed, asked if everything was all right crickets and then so here we are a few weeks later she put it puts in a request to be on the show again um no <laughs> sorry um uh, i you know there's this it, it sounds kind of defensive but you know i don't get paid to do this and I, I certainly don't get paid to deal with people who are jerks and that's a jerk move other things during the show relax many shows record live to tape like right now um, technically, since it's just me, I could stop and go back and edit out ums and all that stuff. And I'm not going to do it because expedient why is expediently. See, I could have fixed that, couldn't I? It's more expedient for me to record live to tape and have you forgive me being human here and there with some slip ups or some ums or, uh, or whatever, you know. But that's how most shows it seems to be going these days. So if you say something you didn't mean to say or you zone out or just say so and correct the record right there on the show. We're all human and the audience will roll with it if you do. Asking podcast producers to go back and edit something in recording, it's its often doable. I mean, I'll do it, but it means more work for us and which may not be ideal for you getting ass back, you know? I get it if it's something really egregious, totally, but just keep that in mind. Just relax, roll with it and say, oh, I misspoke. Can I just tell you again what I really meant to say? And everybody will laugh and move on. And it's funny because that point over on... Uh, podcastmovement.com they said that uh they like that 
Um, they talked about it and they said, you know, in a reassuring way, Greenwood advises against asking for a do-over. Right there, he reveals something your guest is likely nervous about. So he's talking to other podcast hosts. If you say something you did not mean to say or zone out, say so and correct the record right there on the show. We're all human and the audience will roll with it. And they go on to say, Greenwood's tips don't just help put guests at ease in the moment. They can inform practices that make you a better host. There you go. There's more to it there. There's a link in the show notes. So it's kind of nice to have that reinforcement that people see. I'm not just trying to be Mr. You know, um, soup Nazi about the podcast. I am just trying to put everybody at ease so we can get past a lot of the logistical stuff and a lot of the stuff that, that can get in the way of a great conversation. I want everybody to succeed. And that means I want to have a successful show. I want my guests to get their point across and to get some awareness built up. Um, and I want everybody to, to not be stressed out about it. I mean, have fun, right? Uh, remember, you're not just sharing information. You're entertaining listeners at the same time. So roll with it. Tell relatable stories, smile, and have fun. Um, after the show, remember to share links to your appearance on your social media channels and newsletters. There's a few other little tips there, but ultimately being prepared, thoughtful, and easy to work with is most of what it takes to be a good podcast guest. That, and of course, bring value to the show with your expertise and storytelling. So that's the gist. There's more. I'll put the link in the show notes, as I said, to So You Want to Be a Good Podcast Guest. Um, I'd love to know what you think. There's uh, ways to get a hold of us. You can record a message through the uh, Anchor FM podcast app. You can send that message or you can record it on your smartphone and email it to me at alex at alexgpr.com. Just uh, open up the smartphone, hit your memo option, record your question, hit send to alex at alexgpr.com and I will answer your question on the air or your tips. This is, like I said, the first of a couple, a little series. I intend to do one um, I'm kind of doing them backwards. Uh, I'll do another one about how to find the right show for you. Maybe some um, uh, red alerts or some things to pay attention to about a show that might let you know it may or may not be a great show for you. Um, so I want to help you find a good show. And then I want to tell you some tips on how to pitch a show. And then, of course, you've got this to tell you how to act once you get a show. Some great tips, I think. So thanks so much for listening. And again, if you're interested in being um, a guest on my show, if you're listening to PR After Hours, just go to PRAfterHours.com and uh, read all of our parameters, what we're looking for in a guest. I have everything spelled out about who and what we're looking for and who and what we're frankly not looking for in guests. That's at PRAfterHours.com. I have the same thing going on over at MysteriousGoingsOn. Uh, that's, that would be uh, MGOPod.com. And it has the same thing, too. It's what we are and what we are not looking for in guests. Ultimately, I'll put a link in the show notes, too. Matchmaker FM is a great place to uh, find uh, podcasts to uh, pitch yourself as a guest on. And uh, we'll try to remember to put a, a link in the show notes for this one. If we don't do it on this one, we'll definitely have it because I'll be talking about Matchmaker in the post we're going to do about how to find a good podcast. All right. So this has been me talking to you about what makes a good guest and it'll help you get invited back once you get on a show. Just, just, just the ultimate thing is just be thoughtful, be your best self, you know, make sure that people understand that you understand that particularly the podcasters who 99% of them are not getting paid. They're doing it as a labor of love or to build awareness or to build audience or ultimately to get clients or customers. I get that, but still um, it's incumbent upon you to be as professional as you can be. You might find actually 
that with some of these podcasts, your professionalism will up the level of professionalism with the show you're going to be on. And that's not a bad thing to do. Oh, you know what that means? Looks like it's last call here at your virtual lounge for PR news views and interviews. We'll keep it short and sweet. Just remind you, if you like the show, there's many ways you can help us keep it going. Not the least among which is to rate this podcast. Simply go to the show notes at PRAfterHours.com or wherever you're getting this podcast and click on the link ratethispodcast.com slash after and it will take you to Apple Podcasts and a couple other places very easily. One click, you write your review, it's done. Can't tell you enough how important it is to get ratings on those sites so that we can build our audience and keep bringing you the kind of information you need every week for your business. Also, don't forget if you want to sponsor the show, give us a tip in the virtual tip jar or ask a question. There are links in the show notes. Well, I think it's time that I uh, cleaned up and closed up for this edition of PR After Hours here on Anchor FM.